given unto me, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. I am a tither, and I bring my tithe and offering today into your storehouse. Therefore, the enemy is rebuked, and the curse is broken. I live under an open heaven, and you pour out upon me such a blessing that there is not enough room to receive it. We receive jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, sales and commissions, benefits and settlements, estates and inheritances, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, bills paid off, debts demolished and royalties received, my whole family saved and walking with God, perfect health and abundance to walk in divine favor and blessing. I am blessed going in and I am blessed going out and all that I do will prosper in Jesus' name. We say amen because today we believe it. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. This Sunday morning, we're going to be having T-shirt Sunday. Uh, so if you have a T-shirt, and I have a UBC T-shirt, and you would like to wear it with us Sunday morning, we invite you to do so. Men's conference is next week, Thursday, uh, the 28th through uh, that Saturday, the 30th. Um, so you can register on the IVEBC site, the Louisiana District site. If you have any questions, see Brother Mike Smith, and he can help you out. I can help you out as well. Uh, as far as prayer requests, this, uh, Miss Tammy Shamont, which is Sister Tanya's aunt, is, from my understanding, undergoing emergency surgery now or in the very near future. 
so we're going to lift her name up before the Lord today. I believe that if it's the will of God for surgery to happen, that God can help the surgeons. If not, he can do a miracle. He can help the surgeons. And they can understand that there's still a God. Amen. You've got a need in your body. Would you lift your hands, signifying your faith that God can meet that need tonight? You've got a situation. Go ahead and call that situation out before the Lord. And together in prayer, let's go. Jesus, by the authority of your name, we declare healing in this place. And Ms. Tammy, Lord, I pray that your hand rests upon her body, that the miraculous occur today. That your hand would be upon that situation that somehow in some way that all things work out for the good of them that love the Lord. Lord, we trust in your word and by your stripes we are healed and we believe you for the miraculous in this place. God, I believe that you're moving upon hearts and minds today. We thank you in advance for the work of the Holy Ghost. God, we rejoice to know you, God, and we rejoice for what you're doing today. Let's continue our worship in here.
give it all to him tonight say Jesus I can't handle it anymore I don't have the answers I don't know the way I can't climb the mountain and I can't cross the valley but God I know I know that I can give it all to you tonight I know that you're more than capable Jesus you're all that I need tonight You 
battle. But God never intended for them to have a king when they went into battle. Because he intended to be the king of the battle for them. And it's like on a Wednesday night or a Sunday or a Monday and just living for God. We want some tangible thing to get us through the battle. When really God never intended for a man or people to get you through. You and He alone will get through. I'm not preaching or teaching isolation or you go do your own thing. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there are some battles that only you and God alone will get through. As much as I preach with everything that I have, it's not going to get you through some of these battles. It's not going to bring your family through that back door. But if you and I can ever learn, if I can surrender myself to Him in prayer, surrender myself to Him in praise, He will become the King of my situation. And that battle that I is raging, that it looks like I'm never going to win, God will bring you through. Because He cares about you and I. Some battles, it's not going to be a quick fix, Brother Mike. Not going to be some fancy preacher, some fancy preaching, or, or a fancy church, or a building filled with 500 people. That ain't going to bring a miracle personally for you. What determines whether that miracle is going to come is that you realize I need God more than the very, very breath that's in my body. We love our life too much. If we can ever just lose our life and just say, God, I need you to take over. I promise you, God will do more miracles than you and I can ever imagine to count. I'm so thankful that God sent Brother Adams here tonight. Called me today. And it just it worked out just really well. Things I was kind of feeling and, and he's feeling. And, and now here he has been in revival in Dallas and New Orleans and just all over. And uh, I'm thankful that the Lord sent him here tonight I believe it's by divine appointment I don't always get to be here when he comes through and preaches but I feel like he's got a word from the Lord tonight for us in this church are you going to preach with him tonight let's don't let him get up here and struggle with a quiet church but let's preach with him you're going to do that lift your hands one more time God anoint brother Adams tonight let your power flow through him and the anointing of God flow through him Hallelujah, Jesus, we worship you, we praise you. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, it's good to be in the house of the Lord with you tonight. And um, so thankful for what the Lord is doing around here. Amen. I like what I feel here. I feel the presence of the Lord here tonight. Amen. Amen. Amen such an honor to be here with you and your pastor and his wife and, uh, and uh, just glad to be here in the house of the Lord I felt like I knew what I was going to preach tonight uh, earlier today if if, uh, if, he, if pastor asked me to but then on the way here I felt a, I felt a little different direction and then I got to the office and he made sure I knew that I was preaching tonight so I said I feel like I probably better preach what I'm supposed to preach so if it's all right with you tonight, uh, I don't have a fancy message for you. I just want to give you what I feel like I'm supposed to preach. I, 
I've, uh, I've just preached this thought one other time, and uh, I'd like to go to Genesis chapter 37 and uh, verse 3, and then we'll skip down and read a few more verses later in the chapter. Amen. I want to be sensitive to the Lord tonight, to what He would speak and what, what He would do. Genesis chapter 37 and verse 3. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all of his children because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. He made him a coat of many colors. Skipping down to verse 20. Come now, therefore, let us slay him and cast him into some pit, and we, and we will say some evil beast hath devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. Now verse 23. And it came to pass when Joseph was coming to his brethren that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him, and they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit was empty. There was no water in it. Verse 23 says that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him. And I know we've preached from this numerous times, and you've heard this since you were a kid in Sunday school, but um, I love the story of Joseph, and uh, I want to preach from this tonight, and I want to just entitle this Changing Coats, Changing Coats, and um, we'll just see what the Lord wants to do here tonight. Lift your hands to the Lord one more time before you're seated. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your word, Jesus. I pray that you would speak to our hearts and our minds tonight, Lord. I pray that we would be open to you, that our spirits would be open, our hearts would be open, Lord, to what you want to speak to us, Lord. I pray we would be sensitive to your spirit and to what you want to do in this place, Lord. Have your way tonight, Lord. Speak to us. We need you, Lord, in this hour, Lord, more than anything, Lord. We've got to have you. We've got to have a move of your spirit. We must hear from you, Jesus. We thank you for your goodness and for your mercy, for your word, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Give the Lord a big hand clap of praise, and you can be seated. Amen. The story of Joseph is very familiar to us, and so I will not spend a lot of time uh, rehashing what has happened and what you already know uh, tonight. But uh, I do want to talk about this because it is something that I saw in the Scripture a while back, and I feel like um, I'm supposed to preach it tonight, and maybe there's somebody here that needs it, and somebody here that needs to hear this. Joseph has come... His father, of course, Jacob, or Israel, has made him a coat of many colors. Uh, it, it defines and shows that he is favored of his father uh, even more than all of his brothers, but his father loves him, and so he's got favor on his life, and the coat signifies his father's favor on his life. And so his brethren, you know what's going on. You know the dreams that Joseph has had. You know that they don't like him, and, and they want to get rid of him. And so uh, they say, we're going to get rid of him. We're going First they decide they're going to kill him, and then Reuben says, wait, let's not kill him. Let's not go that far. And uh, they end up taking him, and they strip his coat off of him, and they sell him into slavery. 
I begin to notice and begin to pay attention that in Joseph's life, that there are multiple transitions that happen in Joseph's life. There was undoubtedly the transition that happened the day that he received the coat of many colors from his father. That he went from wearing just a normal coat that everybody else was wearing to wearing this garment that signified his father's favor on him and signified uh, who he was and what he was and all that he had. And uh, But I, I noticed in Joseph's life that there are transitions that happen because the day comes that his brothers take him and they throw him into the pit, but they make sure that they strip his coat off of him first before they throw him into the pit. And they said, we're going to take the coat off of him. We're going to throw him into the pit. We're going to sell him into slavery. And uh, we're going to see what's going to become of him. And there was the coat that was stripped off of him. And I, I've seen it in life where the, that life as a, 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 over time and things will happen where things will begin to get stripped off of us and titles will get stripped off of us and favor can get stripped off of us and things can get taken off of us. And I, I just noticed in Joseph's life, so it seems like that every time there's a transition, there's a changing of a coat. Because he gets thrown into the pit and the coat stripped off of him. Now he's sold into slavery and now he's wearing the garments of a slave. And now he's in Potiphar's house wearing the garments of a slave. But there's a transition that happens in Potiphar's house. Because Joseph had favor on his life. He had God's blessing on his life. And because of that and because of who Joseph was, he begins to move up in Potiphar's house. And now he's over all of Potiphar's house. To the point, the Bible says that Potiphar didn't even know what was going on other than what he was eating that day. And God positioned him there and puts him there. And he's now, you know, I don't have the favor of dad anymore at dad's house, but at least I'm somebody here in Potiphar's house. And at least, at least, you know, I've got God's favor here. I've got God's blessing here and God's training and working with Joseph. But, but, but you know the rest of the story. You know what's going to happen there in Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife starts liking him a little bit. A lot. And do you remember what happens? He has to flee to get out of the house. Oh, but God didn't let him leave with his coat. Took the garment off of him. And she uses the garment that she takes off of him. To accuse him and lie on him. You see, this is what I like about Joseph. I guess maybe he determined it whenever it first happened with his brothers. Because I don't see an argument or a fight going on with his brothers. And he doesn't argue when Potiphar's wife's accusing him and all of that's going on. But the coats are being taken off of him. They're being stripped off of him. But I think Joseph decided something. You can have my coat if you want it. But you cannot have my dream. You, you can take the favor that some man has given to me. That my father has given to me. But you cannot take the favor. I'm not going to lose the favor that God has put on me over a coat. The, the coat is simply an earthly identification of who I am. And if we're not careful, we'll get too caught up in our earthly identification. 
of who I am and what people think about me and who they say I am and what they call me on the job and how important I am. And you'll get so attached to that that when God gets ready to transition you and move you to the next thing, we'll be too attached to a coat and we'll be crying about a coat that we lost while God's saying, no, I'm trying to bring you into your destiny. I'm trying to bring you to the place you've been dreaming about. I'm trying to bring you to the promise. Don't get bitter over coats. You see, this is something, I'm going to get ahead of myself here in a little bit. Uh, We might get back to it, but let me just say this. I've noticed something in life. There are some coats that have to be stripped off of me. That God has to use somebody or some circumstance to strip off of me. Because it's too comfortable and it's too nice. And he can deal with me about giving it up, but hey, I ain't giving this up. This is nice. I got daddy's favor as long as I'm at the house. I've got, as long as I'm here at daddy's house and I got my colored coat, I got the favor. I got all this going on. I can get whatever I want. I just ask for it and it happens. But God says, Joseph, if you're ever going to become who I want you to become, you got to let that coat go. And what I've noticed in life, there are certain coats that God has to strip off of me. Because unless he strips them off of me, I won't let them go. And th- this, this is really what I want to talk about tonight. We've got to be careful not to get bitter over a coat that God has stripped off of us. Because if I get bitter and get focused on the coat that I've lost, I'll never make it to the coat that he's destined me to wear. And I've seen people spend 20 or 30 years bitter over a coat that was stripped off of them. They got bitter over a job they lost or got bitter over something that happened in their life. Because they got bitter, they missed what God was wanting to do. But then I've also noticed there's other coats. It's easy for me to give up. I've got to imagine it was easy for Joseph as he's a slave his first day in Potiphar's house and as he begins to advance uh, after a couple of weeks and, and then finally Potiphar's like, here, I want you to wear this coat. This is my coat. This is going to identify you as the man in charge of my house. I don't think he had any trouble letting that old slave garment go. Saying, I think I'll take this one. That's all right. (sighs) And so God says, that's all right, Joseph. Enjoy yourself. But the day's coming. Don't get too attached to that one either. Because the day's coming that Potiphar's wife is going to lie on you. And I'm going to have to strip that one off of you. Anybody, Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody ever have a coat stripped off of you before? Anybody ever thought you had it figured out? This is how it's going to be the rest of my life. And I like the way I'm living. And I like the way this is going. And everything's going my way. And everything's going good. And then out of nowhere, seemingly, it seems like a coat is stripped off of you. An identity is stripped off of you. Who you were is stripped off of you. And so now he's lost the coat at his father's house. And now... There's the coat that 
the garment that's been stripped off of him while he's at Potiphar's house. But there was something about Joseph. It didn't matter. He would lose the coat. And I, I don't believe that Joseph was some superhuman. I, I believe he was a normal person like me and you. I, I believe he thought about stuff just like me and you think about. I, I, I don't think that Joseph had the ability to, once the coat was stripped off of him, to never think about his father's house again and never think about how things were at his father's house and never think about how good things were back at his father. I don't think that, but I just think he didn't allow himself to get bitter over what had been taken from him. There's nothing wrong with thinking about, man, I remember how it used to be. and how, That's okay, but don't get bitter over it. Because if you get too focused on a coat you've lost, the Apostle Paul, he said, forgetting those things that are behind. I've preached that here before. We've got to learn how to forget. Oh. He said, what? Forgetting. He didn't say, I've forgotten. He said, I'm forgetting. It's a process. He said, there's still, it still comes to my mind. I still think about it, but I let it go. I let, I say, I'm, I'm forgetting that. Why? Because as long as I'm thinking about what's there, I can't reach forth under what's before me. So, so you say, man, I, I'm trying to forget about those things that are behind me and reach forth, but, but I still think about those, thi those things come back to mind. That's okay. That's all right. It's okay if it comes back. You're forgetting it. You're working on getting rid of it. The question is, is it stopping you from reaching to those things that are before you? If it's stopping you from reaching for those things that are before you, you need to have a prayer meeting. You need to pray through. You need to get over that. I'm just going to tell you how I feel it tonight. There's some things that we just got to pray through and say, Lord, I'm letting that thing go. It might still cross my mind. It might still be there. But I refuse to let it stop me from reaching forth under that thing that's in front of me. And so Joseph now has been lied on by Potiphar's wife. And that garment of Potiphar's house has been taken off of him. And now he's wearing the coat or he's wearing the garments of a prisoner in a dungeon. That's a pretty long fall there from having your father's favor and blessing and being into slavery, and then now in Potiphar's house, and being the man in Potiphar's house, and then you have that one stripped off of you, and now you're in the dungeon, and now you're wearing the garments of a prisoner in the dungeon. I don't know about you, but it crossed my mind occasionally, man, don't you know who I am? Hey, God, I thought you gave me the dream. Hey, God, hey, hey, what about the coats? There was something about Joseph, I don't know. He just had the ability to change coats and not let it bother him too much. And now he's living there in the prison, in a dungeon. But there's something about the spirit of Joseph. While they could take the favor of his father, uh, the coat off of him, they couldn't take the favor of God off of him. And while he's in prison, he just keeps moving up on in the prison. And does this not blow your mind? Joseph's in charge of the prison. Is that not crazy? What would you think if you swung by the prison tomorrow morning and in the warden's office 
there was a prisoner sitting with the king. You think something's a little bit off. Something must have happened. But this is the kind of favor that Joseph had. Joseph is running the prison. (laughs) But he's wearing those prisoner garments. He's running the prison. And now he's wearing prison garments. And while he's wearing prison garments, he's interpreting dreams for a butler and a baker. He was still ministering no matter what he was wearing, no matter where he was, no matter what his title was, no matter if they called him prisoner, no matter if they called him daddy's favorite. didn't matter to him. He just did what God had called him to do no matter where he was at, no matter. And those, so, so, hey, I'm going to interpret these. Just don't forget about me. And the Bible says, of course, he's forgotten about and he sits in prison for two more years. That's a lot of time to get bitter over lost coats. That's a lot of time to become bitter over circumstances changing and things not working out, things not going the way you think they ought to go. That's a lot of time to think, God, surely if you were going to answer my prayer, you would have answered it by now. God, if you heard me, surely by now you would have heard me. But there was something in Joseph. He just wouldn't let himself... Get bitter, and finally the day comes where Pharaoh dreams a dream and needs an interpretation. Of course, nobody there can interpret it. And then, oh yeah, we forgot. There's a guy in prison. He can interpret the dream for you. And I want you to see something in Genesis chapter 41 and verse 14. Genesis 41 and verse 14, it says that Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. And they brought him hastily out of the dungeon, and he shaved himself and changed his raiment. Isn't it funny that every time there's a transition that happens in Joseph's life, the coats change, the garment changes. So now he's been in prison for over two years. He's been in there a while now. Now Pharaoh's wanting him to come to interpret dreams, but God says, wait a second, before you go to Pharaoh, I need you to change clothes again. I need your identity to change again. You're going to go now interpret the dreams for Pharaoh, but before you go in there, you're not wearing those prison garments. No, no, I'm going to change your garments again. And now, isn't it interesting that every step of his... It's just funny to me how God will include little details. And in every little detail of Joseph's transition, his coat changes. We've got to get comfortable with our coats changing. Doesn't mean we change our doctrine. Doesn't mean we change what we believe. But we've got to get comfortable every now and then if God wants to change our coat a little bit. If he wants to change my role a little bit. If he wants to change my title, it's okay. If he wants to change my role in the church, it's okay. Whatever you want to do, God, it's all right with me. You do whatever you've got to do. I'm not going to get bitter over a coat that changed. Y'all got just a minute for me to mess around here? I feel like I need to hang out here for a minute. I'd rather die in the prison right with God. Then maintain the favor of Potiphar and die out of God's will. 
You got to make up your mind, God. Whatever coat you want me to wear, I'll wear it. Wherever you want me to be, that's where I'll be. Wherever you want me ministering at, that's where I'll minister. Wherever you want me to go, that's where I'll go. Whoever you want me to talk to, that's who I'll talk to. What? Lord, if you want me to have a couple million dollars in the bank, I'll take it. But Lord, if you want to take it all from me, take it. Whatever you want to do, God, whatever you want me to do, that is what I'll do. I'll change coats. I'll put on whatever coat you want me to put on. I, you can have it, Lord. You can have the old coat. I, I know it gave me favor. I know, I know people talked about me and said good things about me when I had that coat on. But, but, Lord, if you want that one, you can take that one. I'll put on the next one. Whatever you want me to go next. You see, in order to get into God's will, in order to get where God wants us to go, we've got to be willing to change coats and let the old coat go and put a new coat on and say, this is my identity for right now. But God, whenever you're ready to take it. Could, could this be why? This is why the Apostle Paul said that I've learned that whatever state I'm in, that I can be content. If he wants me to be abased, I can be abased. If he wants me to abound, I can abound. What's he saying? I've learned how to transition. I've learned how to let coats go. I've learned how to let what people say about me go. I've learned to... So Joseph... Mm. Lord, if you want me to be well, I'll be well. If you want me to be sick, I'll be sick. I'll do I know we don't want to talk about that. I know we want to say that everybody's supposed to be. But I'm just going to tell you the truth. There's sometimes God's got to send some situations for a reason and for a purpose. And we've got to be willing to say, Lord, whatever you want me to do, that's what I'll do. Wherever you want me to go. Whatever you need me to let go of, I'll let go of it. I don't want to get distracted over what he took from me 20 years ago that I'm missing what he's wanting to do right now. I don't want to be so in love with what I'm wearing right now, my identity right now, who I am right now, what they call me on the job right now, that God can't take it from me. That I tell him, if you take this from me, I'll be bitter, I'll be upset. Oh no, I want to be right. Because in every transition of Joseph's life, there is a coat that has changed, an identity that has changed. And now he's standing before Pharaoh wearing unfamiliar coats and unfamiliar garments, but it didn't bother Joseph at this point. He'd had too many changes now. There'd been too much that had happened now. Pharaoh's saying, now here you can tell. He said, well, I'll see what the Lord wants to tell you. The Bible says... Pharaoh lays out the dream. Joseph gives the interpretation of the dream. And not only does he give him the interpretation of the dream, he tells him what he needs to do in order for Egypt to survive and really in order for God's people to survive. The preservation of Egypt was all about the preservation of his people. 
But that's a whole other message for a whole other time. We'll mess with that some other time. <laughs> and he gives him the interpretation, and then he gives him direction. And then Pharaoh says, man, I can't find nobody wiser than this guy right here to set it up and to do it. He said, all right, you're so smart, Joseph. You interpreted the dream. You gave us instruction. I'm putting you in charge of making sure it happens. I know none of that blew your minds because you went to Sunday school. But I want to show you something in Genesis 41 and verse 41 and 42. Genesis 41, perfect. And uh, let's go on to verse uh, 41. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. Verse 42. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand. And look at this. And arrayed him in vestures of fine linen. And for all you Mr. T fans, and put a gold chain about his neck. He's standing before Pharaoh wearing the garments of a man, of a dressed up prisoner, if you will. And he's standing before Pharaoh and he's interpreting the dreams and he's given instruction. And finally, Pharaoh says, I tell you what, you're going to be in charge of everything. You're only going to be second to me. And the next thing he does is he changes Joseph's clothes again. And as long as you're still in love with the coat you used to wear at daddy's house. And you're in love with daddy's favor. You're never going to arrive at God's appointed place. And God's appointed time. And God's favor. And until you're willing to change coats. And let that coat go and change coats again and let that coat go and change coats again and let that coat go. You'll never get where God is calling you to be. You. Is this okay? Are we all right? Okay. I trust me. I had one that was going to have a swinging from the chandeliers. In my mind, anyway. But I felt like I was supposed to talk to somebody tonight about changing coats. And don't get bitter over the coat that God is wanting to take from you right now. Because at the time, it feels like that's the favor that's being taken from you. It feels like, well, this is what God gave. God. Mm, none of y'all have ever been there before, but I, I've been there before where I'm like, hey, I thought this is what God told me to do. I thought I was doing what God told me to do. And now it's getting taken from me. Didn't mean for it to get that quiet. I prayed about this. I fasted about this. It was going good. And now look, the coat's being taken from me. What I prayed about what I believed for, what I thought was God's will is being taken from me. Oh, you got to hold on. you got to be willing to change that coat because there's another coat that's going to come. We've got to lose our grip on the coats 
and get our grip on him and realize the favor isn't coming from the coat. The blessing isn't coming from the coat. The brothers thought if we take his coat from him, we'll take his destiny from me. You can take the coat. You can't take God's destiny from me. Joseph was not in love with his daddy's coat. He was in love with the God of his father. And because he was in love with the God of his father, that favor couldn't be taken off of him. It didn't matter if you put a colored coat on him or you put a prisoner's coat on him. He was going to be blessed. It didn't matter if he was wearing a coat of many colors. It didn't matter if he was wearing the coat of a slave. It didn't matter if he was wearing Potiphar's coat. It didn't matter if he was wearing the coat of somebody living in the dungeon. It didn't matter if he was wearing the coat standing before Pharaoh. Because he did not tie his identity to that. He tied his identity to God. And because his identity was tied to God, he was favored whether he was in his father's house or he was in slavery. He was favored whether he was in Potiphar's house or he was in the dungeon. He was Because his identity was not tied to what people saw and thought about him. His identity was tied to his relationship with Almighty God. And if we're not careful, we'll tie our identity to what people see and what people say. We've got to be ready. We've got to be ready to change coats. Because there's a day coming, Apostle Paul said, we shall all be changed. We shall all be changed. He goes on to say that this corruption must put on incorruption. This mortal must put on immortality. Do you know who isn't going to put on incorruption? Those that are in love with corruption. You know who's not going to put on immorality? People that are in love with the mortal, the flesh. And if I'm in love with all of this, I'm going to miss the final coat change. You can't be in love with anything down here more than you're in love with him. Or you're going to miss it when the time comes to change coats for the last time. Everything in Joseph's life was preparing him for the final change, for the final coat. Everything in your life is preparing you and getting you ready for when the coat is going to change for the final time. Don't be so in love. I can't afford to be so in love with the mortal. And the corruptible, so caught up, so caught up in an earthly coat, so caught up in what's going on now that I'm not ready when the time comes for that coat to change for the last time. And so I just felt like I was supposed to talk to somebody tonight.
about changing coats. That there's a coat that's changing. And I know I've talked to some people tonight that are in the process of having some things that are being stripped off and things that are being taken away. But I also feel like I'm talking to some people. You've been walking around in a coat for a while. You've been walking around in one of those garments. God, he stripped one off of you. And now it feels like you've been wearing the garment of a slave. You've been wearing the garment of a prisoner. It's been a hard time. It's been a heavy time. There's been heaviness, but I'm telling you, you just keep on living for God. You keep your spirit right, and I promise you, I feel like I'm supposed to tell somebody, there's a change that's about to come. There's a coat change that's about to come. You've been walking around with that heaviness. You've been carrying around, but you had your spirit right. You've kept your heart right. You've kept your mind right. You've kept your mind on him, and there's somebody here tonight. There's a coat change that's about to happen. There's a heavy. There's somebody's coat's about to change. There's somebody here tonight, your coat's about to change. You've been walking around with that heaviness, with that weight. With God, I've been trusting you, I've been believing you. And you might have even thought a couple times, Lord, if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. But because your spirit's been right, because your heart's been right, your mind's been right. You hadn't given up on God. You're here tonight. You thought things would have changed a long time ago, but they hadn't. But you're here tonight still trusting, still believing. Hadn't got bitter, just trusting him. I'm believing. I feel it here tonight. There's somebody. It's going to happen. And Jesus said this about that unjust judge. He says, though I bear long with them. Talks about God. Though he bear long with them, yet will he avenge them speedily. That when God gets ready to transition you from the dungeon to Pharaoh, it's not going to take months and years and years and years. But it was in one day he went from being in the dungeon to being second in command of Pharaoh. It happened in a moment. And there's things that... I'm just going to tell you what I feel tonight. There's The enemy's been lying to some people and telling you that even if God fixes it, it's going to take him a long time to fix it, and there's a lot of stuff he's going to have to get straight. I'm telling you tonight that when God does it, he's going to do it speedily. He's going to do it immediately. He's going to do it quickly. And what the enemy's been telling you is going to take years. God is going to do it in a day. All right, I feel like I'm done. That's what I needed to tell you. Stand to your feet. We're going to pray because we're going to come pray as a family. Come on, come on, come on. I'm not good at, y'all know this by now, I'm not good at fancy altar calls. I ain't, I ain't fancy with nothing really. <laughs> my wife tries to make sure I look good every now and then, make sure my tie is straight and my hair is not sticking up. But this is what we're going to, you can come play something on the piano, that'd be good. There's people here tonight, you've been battling, you've been struggling, you've been carrying, but you've been living for God. God's got you right where he wants you. There's a transition, there's a change that's about to happen for somebody in this place quickly. It's going to happen fast. It's going to happen fast. Hmm. I feel like there's somebody here tonight that believes me. It's going to happen quick. It's going to happen fast. You say, 
All right, it's just us. It's just us talking. So I, I got my family. I want to see my family saved. You've probably seen it here, but I've seen it for myself. I've seen entire families prayed through in one service. I'm talking about a whole row in one service. And the enemy's lying to you and saying, well, even if they started getting saved right now, it'd take 20 years for them all to get here. I'm telling you, I believe things can happen in families. And in a moment, in one service, We've been seeing awesome things around here, but it's just the beginning, and God's going to do some things quickly here. There's going to be some things that happen quickly here. There's some battles you've been fighting for a long time, and it's going to turn quickly. It's going to happen fast. And the enemy's even lying to you now, telling you it's not going to happen that way. That preacher's just trying to... I'm telling you, it is going to happen. It... We're, not, we're not in love with the coats. We'll let the coats go. I'm in love with him. And wherever he wants me, and whatever he wants me doing, that's where I'm going to go, and that's what I'm going to do. Wherever he wants me, whatever coat he wants me wearing. If he wants me wearing the coat in Pharaoh's court, that's fine, I'll wear that one. But if he wants me wearing the coat in the dungeon, that's okay, I'll wear that one. I just want to be where he wants me to be. If that's your prayer tonight, lift your hands to the Lord. Lord, I surrender to you. I surrender my will and what I want. The coats I've lost, the things that have changed, the things that didn't work out the way I thought they'd work out, I surrender them to you. I surrender it all to you. I surrender all to you tonight. Lord, I want you to know I'm in love with you. I'm not in love with these coats. I'm not in love with these temporal things. I'm not in love with these things, Lord. I am in love with you. And wherever you want me to go, that's where I'm going to go. Wherever you want me to be, that's where I'm going to be. Whatever position you want me in, Lord, that's where I'm going to be. That's it. Let the Holy Ghost minister to you tonight. He's here to help somebody. That's it. Just reach out to him. He's here to help you right now. Jesus, I love you.